Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Church of the Living God. Praise the Lord, Church of the Living God. I just wanted to come to you, and I'm going to be turning to different scriptures, and I'm going to be reading them to you. And I just want God to minister to you. I want him to give you the understanding. Not me, but I want God to give it to you. So I'll be turning, so it may be a little pauses there. But just bear with me throughout this whole um, podcast, please. And I pray God will give you the understanding. Father, in Jesus' name, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And it's in Jesus' name. What a mighty and wonderful God that we serve. The God of heaven and earth that will bring forth understanding that it has sprout up even as the plants sprout up, even as the mist of the earth watered the ground before Noah's time and it never rained. Lord, water the lives of someone today. In Jesus' name, amen. So, let's go to James 5 and 19 and 20, and I'm going to read that to you. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Let's move along. We're going to go to First um, Samuel 3 and 1 through 21. But before we go there, I just said that just to let you know that um, we all error. I error. Um, all men, all women error. If we did not error, it would be no need for a God. What's the use of a God if within our minds and our hearts we think that we are 100% perfect and that everything that comes out of our mouth is truth? So now, this is cannot be true because we're not perfect, perfect, but we can live unto perfection. We can be perfect in the things of God, but because of our flawlessness and our sinful nature, we will make mistakes and we will do things that are wrong. What's the use of having a God and getting forgiveness from him if you are already there? You already made it. You arrived. There's nobody could tell you anything. And then this is just not the way for any of us to live. That's just not correct. So when I talk about error, think of that when you're reading the scriptures. And the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing, but with all thy getting, get understanding. Understanding is going to come from God, full understanding, things that we don't know. There's things that nobody, nobody can tell you but God. And if we know these things, then we should live that way. I believe there's a, a Bible passage that says um, we don't know like we ought to know. Any man that says that he knows, like he ought to know, like, like that say he knows something, does not know like he should know. So God wants us to be in a continual learning state, meaning that if you hear something, make sure that your framework of what you heard does not override the other thing because it may be something there that is a different way that God is um, bringing it because it's vast. We have vast, it's vast knowledge God has, vast ways he has of doing things. But now there's also a right way and a wrong way. I'm not I'm excusing that. But always know that as a human being, we do, we do, we do error. All right? So let's go on from there. And we're going to go to 1 Samuel 3 and 1 
through 21, and I'm going to read that to you. 1 Samuel 3 and 1 through 21. 3 and 1 through 21. And it reads as thus. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision, and it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim, that he could not see, and E-R-E, -E, that's what it says in the tablet, the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. See, does the Lord speak? Does the Lord, can you hear his voice? Answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I call not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel, and it says, And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I call not my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. His perception when he told him the words was that it was God that called him. Was it because that... um he said that Eli called him. He said that Eli said, I mean, um, Samuel said that Eli called him. So how did he know that it was the Lord? God gave him that perception. That the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he called thee that, thou should say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, by name, he had to hear it. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel, at which both the ears of every one that heareth it shall tingle, and that the day I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I begin, I will also make an end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth because his sons made themselves vile and he restrained them not. And therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering forever. And Samuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord and Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered, Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that the Lord hath said unto thee? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God do so to thee, and more also if thou hide anything from me of all the things that that he said unto thee. And Samuel told him every whit and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth good. Seemeth him, seemeth him good. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him. 
and did let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan even to Beersheba knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again unto in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. That's speaking from the tablet. Let's move on to Genesis 5 and 21 to 25. Let's go to see that. Genesis 5 and 21. 5 and 21 to 25. 5 and 21 to 25. Genesis 5 and 21 to 25. Okay, Genesis 5 and 21 to 25. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 360 and 5 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. And Methuselah lived an, an hundred eighty and seven years and begot Lamech. So he was not because God took him. He was translated. He was there one minute, then he wasn't. So he was translated. So a lot of times you'll hear people say Enoch disappeared. And then you'll see people say, well, people don't disappear. That's our faith. I believe what the Bible say. He was there, then he wasn't there. It don't make a difference what nobody else say. If God say he did it, he did it. That's what my belief is. So, let's move on. Let's go to um, Hebrews 11 and 5. We're going to go to Hebrews 11 and 5. Hebrews 11 and 5. Hebrews 11 and 5. Let's go to it. It says, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Translated. He was there, then he wasn't. And he was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. So, it's my belief that Enoch was translated. And I hope that this recording is not chopped up or um, it's not um, uh, refitted in a way where I said something different. So, I'm just going to um, continue in reading these scriptures. Now, let's go to um, let's go to Mark 16 and 19. Mark 16 and 19. Mark 16 and 19. Uh, and it reads as this. So, then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up unto heaven and sat on the right hand of God. So now, you see God speaking to someone. Alright? And then after he spoke to them, it said that he was received up into heaven. So what happened? He went up into heaven from off the earth. He was speaking to somebody on the earth. Let's get rid of these notions that we think that uh, God is not who we say he is. Now, if you tell me that you've seen a witch flying on a broom with a 
with a with a with a hat on and a, a black dress, I'm gonna say something's wrong with that because I don't believe no witch can fly or no broom around in in, in in space. But see, that's the trick of the devil. He wants you to believe that God can't do the things that he said he can do because the things that he said he could do are supernatural and is not the normal of a human being. So now you watch all this stuff that is propagating a lie. And now when you see something that God does, you don't believe it. So let's keep on moving right along. Let's go into uh, Luke 24 and 50 through 51. Luke 24 and 50 through 51. Luke 24 and uh, what is it? 50 and 51. Give me a second. Luke 24 and 50 and 51. I'll be there in a second. Now, and it reads as thus out of the BLB Bible out of my tablet. And he led them out as far as to Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up unto heaven. So he was speaking to somebody on earth. Then he was parted from them and he was taken up into heaven. When you see Elijah, the, the, um, the chariot came down, parted him and Elisha, and Elijah got in the chariot and was taken up in a whirlwind. Something like a tornado, but I'm not sure if it was a tornado, but it was something like that. And he came up into heaven. That's how he went up into heaven. That's what the Bible said. So, that's not the norm. That's not a fable. It's not what you see on um, TV. Uh, these um, matriculations and stuff like that to make you believe that God don't have the power to do it. That's what those things are there for. So, let's move right along. Let's go to Acts 1 and 10. 1 and 10 and 11. Acts 1 and 10 and 11. Acts 1 and 10 and 11. Acts 1 and 10 and 11. Uh, let's go from Acts 1 not let's go from Acts 1 and 9 through 11. Acts 1 and 9 through 11. That's what it said on the tablet. That's what's on the tablet. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand, why stand ye gazing up unto heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you. So you see that he was on earth and he ascended up. All right. Take up um, uh, the same Jesus, which is taken up from you unto heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So he actually literally went up into heaven from the earth. But now Jesus Christ is God. So since Jesus Christ is God, he could do the same thing. So he ascended up. I don't care what, you, what, what a person says. This is what the scriptures say. And this is what I believe. Nope, moving right along. Uh, move right along. Exodus 19 and 9. Exodus 19 and 9. I'm going to try to get to it as quick as possible. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud that the people may hear. In order to hear, 
and somebody to speak, they have to, they have to say something. Then you hear a voice. Here, when I speak with thee and believe thee forever, and Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. Let me read that again, because this is off the tablet. Exodus 19 and 9. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. Let's move right along. We're going to go to um, Isaiah 6 and 8. Isaiah 6 and 8. Isaiah 6 and 8. We can't be afraid of what people think of us because we have the belief of God doing these things, these miracles and the things that he can do. We cannot have that um, belief, um, um, uh, worry about that because of the fact that there are fables that they go after. They look at things like witches and look at things, and some, some people look at things that are like witches, and they look at fables and think that because of what they do in a fable makes it of non-effect what, what God does, and that's just not the case. And I want everybody to know, listen, because you see things on TV and they make things and create things that are not true does not mean that God can't do what he said in the Bible. Come on now. He's God. He can do anything. So let's look at this here. We're looking at Isaiah 6 and 8. Isaiah 6 and 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. That's what it says in um, Isaiah 6 and 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord. What is that? A voice, something spoken. A voice. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. He said he heard the voice of the Lord. End of discussion. The Bible says so. He said that he heard it. The Bible is written down and he's not lying. He's telling the truth. Let's move on. Let's go to Hebrews 3 and 7. Hebrews 3 and 7. Hebrews 3 and 7. Now, wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, what did it say? Hear his voice? What do you hear with your ear, right? Okay. You hear his voice. But now, with Christians, and I want to explain this, God can speak to you through the Holy Ghost and you can understand, you can understand what he's saying in your belly. He speaks from your belly, you can understand. <laughs> but now, God is not a liar. Listen to the scripture. This is why we have problems, because we got to stand on the truth 100%. The Holy Ghost can speak to you through another person, and you hear his voice. The Holy Ghost can speak through in your belly, and you will understand what he's saying. But listen to what this scripture says. Hebrews 3 and 7, wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, now there's many ways that God speaks to you, many ways, and it's been shown, I'm showing you through these different scriptures, there's times, different ways that he speaks to you. I'm not saying there's one way, they didn't say that, what I'm saying is, I'm saying what the scriptures say, listen, 
Hebrews 3 and 7, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if ye will hear his voice. All right. Let's move on from Hebrews 3 and 7. Let's go on to Hebrews 3 and 15 through 16. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation for some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit some all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Now, you see here in Hebrews uh, 3 and 16, it says, for some when they had heard. So it says some. So that means there was more than one person that heard it. It was more than one person that heard it. Even when you see in the New Testament, it says that some said it just thundered. But it says, um, it said the voice of the Lord said, Lo, um, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. So some heard it, some didn't hear it. Some said it just thundered. So when you don't know, do not try to be, uh, I'm giving y'all some advice. Don't try to be, uh, uh, try to make excuses for the word. The word stands by itself. Don't make excuses. All right? So let's go. Let's go to um, um, Hebrews uh, 4 and 7. Let's go there. Hebrews 4 and 7. Let's go to it. And let's see how it reads. Again, and this is the BLB. It's the BLB um, off my tablet. Again, he limiteth a certain day. L-I-M-I-T-E-T-H, a certain day, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if ye will hear his voice, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You can hear his voice when God, the pastor or the preacher that sent, he reads the word. God can speak through him. You can hear his voice by standing on a on the side, and then some say he heard it thundered. Some say they, they heard it said, "This is my well. This is my son, in whom I'm well pleased." You can hear it that way. You can hear it from your belly when he speak, and 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 you know he spoke, but it was in in through the Holy Ghost in your belly. So there's a lot of and there's other ways that God speaks to us. So now, God can speak to us in a lot of different ways. It's not just one way. It's a lot of different ways. Now, let's move on uh, to 2 Peter 1 and 18. And I'm going to stop and finish right there. So 2 Peter 1 and 18. 2 Peter 1 and 18. 2 Peter 1 and 18. And this voice which came from heaven, we heard when he went, uh, we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let me, let me say this again. Let me say this again. Second Peter 1 and 18. I believe everything that the scripture says. I believe that when God says something in the scripture or when the holy men of renown wrote down things that were inspired by God, that is true. 2 Peter 1 and 18. In this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. 
2 Peter 1 and 18. And this voice which came from heaven, we heard when he when we were with him in the holy mount. God bless you.